Oh boy, I don't have a Tyler here today, so it's like a it's like a scene out of uh, was it Wayne's World where Garth was sitting by himself. He had the show to himself, and you could see like steam coming out of his ears. He's freaking out. I'll be okay. You can do it. I can do it, <laughs> Kyle. I can do it. You heard Kyle there in the background. I have Kyle on with me. We're going to talk about some digital marketing. I won't talk to myself. I'll bring him on right now. So, Kyle, you do a little bit of work with us um, for Ocean Ceramics. You're you're helping us out with some SEO type stuff. Um, you guys do an awesome job with that. You've been great great support for that. Um, what we want to chat about today is, you know, for a dental office, what they see uh, in their eyes versus sort of more of a, a realistic picture in terms of ROI. So I saw this meme the other day. It was a, it was a, um, like a high end yacht, you know, so, and underneath the, the yacht, it said, you know, the, the, the marketing plan. And then the next picture down was a picture of an iron, like a, like a, you know, clothes iron. It's like, it looked like a boat, but it was held up in front of the water and it said marketing budget. And the last one <laughs> was, um, it was uh, uh, like a cruise ship and it was, that was the expectation. So, you know, what are you seeing, Kyle? What are you seeing out there in terms of what, like what people want? Sort of their, do they have like a good idea, a good picture of, of what's involved Let's chat about that because I think that's really important. Yeah, I think some clients come to us with an, a realistic expectation. Uh, other clients, they just don't know. And so they tend to really favor whatever they like the most about marketing. Um, one of the classic, I guess, things that we make fun of in the C office is uh, one of our clients on the print side that wouldn't take our advice kept sending you know, uh, mail outs with their favorite soup recipe every month had absolutely nothing to do with things, but they were convinced there was ROI on that $5,000 a month marking initiative. Um, my goal obviously with my team is always tracking data. And, uh, if we have clear numbers, we can generally make sure that we're on point with the ROI they're looking for. So we can kind of blend that blur between the iron and the cruise ship of expectation and make sure that things are actually making sense. Um, and that's where it's important, obviously, to know what our target customer acquisition cost is and really yeah. provide them with the tools and data work backwards from that. Yeah, that's what, uh, you know, that's what we're dead focused on too, is actual cost per patient acquisition. You know, there's, there's so, there's so many like, um, things that they've done it like, marketing that they're comfortable with that they've done in the past like the the flyers the um you know the fridge magnets and that kind of thing but like you said it's when you have data now and and all the tools to measure you know performance of of your campaign it becomes more of of a of an educated guess versus a just you know throwing the dung at the wall right 
Yeah, I'm still surprised at how many people are just comfortable with the educated yes approach and the feel good factor of I'm marketing and yeah. I just got a new patient and they said they saw something. So it must be from that, it must be working versus actually knowing what they're spending by channel versus what they're making by channel. Um, and it, it can be hard to track because if you're a dentist that's growing your practice actively, you're not just doing one thing. So mm -hmm. it's never just, know month to month i'll do this this month and this the next month it's always a little bit of everything right um i had a uh a client out here i won't say who they are but um we were we were having a meeting with them we were discussing strategy um we actually were discussing coming in and doing like a video shoot with them and it was like after we've been doing some services with dentists on demand so dentists on demand as you know is a listing service and we drive traffic through um, through social media um, they were confused and and I don't blame them because like you and I both know Kyle like the the the, the complexities of, of modern day digital marketing there's so many pieces that need to be happening simultaneously for for it to be successful but she was they didn't know they didn't know you know what was happening on the front end like they, they they had no way to measure in place to determine whether or not a, a patient came from a referral versus you know um any other channel but um they they hadn't done any marketing in 15 years like actual marketing i think they took out a an ad in a local uh newspaper that was like 15 years ago and they've just depended on sort of the referral and they're a busy practice so it, like it hasn't failed on them and they're good practices uh good practice and good clinician but um they were they were strongly under the impression that their big sign out front was bringing in all the all the patients like that's that's what they um that's what they 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 attribute to their success. So, um, what do you what are you um, consulting your your clients into in terms of like dashboards and front end um, to see to give them eyeballs that those patients are actually coming in from paid campaigns? Yeah, it's, I'd say there's two main things. Um, one is just proper conversion tracking set up on the website. Um, so that when something does flow through a contact form or is tapped to call, uh, we are able to attribute it back to social media, Google ads, Facebook ads, or whatever the source was. The other one that I think that's actually utilized a whole lot less is uh, using something like CallRail to do call tracking. Mm -hmm. And that's right. um, being able to set up eight to 10 different local numbers for all of the different spots. It works actually extremely well too, not just for digital, but for any traditional marketing. Um, being able mm -hmm. to put a different phone number so that depending on what number routes that call to your main landline to your receptionist front desk we're able to track and record uh, where that came from we're also able to look at uh, how that call was answered whether it was a first-time customer or not and actually just provide complete oversight too on the recordings of those calls so that you know dentists are busy they're not overseeing things but if once a month they're wondering why the conversion rate's not there from you know leads to, to new patient bookings they're able to provide some coaching and oversight for their team as well and that's huge 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, we use uh, conversion kit actually quite a bit. It's the same same uh, situation as yeah, Colorado. Same premise. Yeah, it's 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 very powerful and almost scary sometimes. We had this 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 one clinic out in uh, out here in BC that um, we actually we use this story all the time. Um, we had a, a, a patient online was pre-approved for services A to Z, you know, $15,000 pre-approved patient just needed to book on a Saturday. And the response from the receptionist was, we're not open on Saturdays. <laughs> and that's where the conversation <laughs> stopped. So there, there is a, you know, there is like a, a real true power to having that information so that you can sit down with the team and, and talk about like that sort of situation. It's not like it's not ragging on the front end. You know, they are a major part to this marketing piece, too. They have to convert. And that's a big deal. Right. We can send them all these juicy leads all day long. But, you know, it's all about how that front end handles um, those calls. Have you seen any of your customers uh, adopting Dovetail or any of the more advanced clinic practice? No, uh, no. Um, so Dovetail is really interesting because, I mean, I know it's very hard to switch from Ableton or whatever to a new software when you have all of your data there. But mm -hmm. for anyone opening new clinics, uh, I mean, I also like my fiance um, and a, a lot of my good friends are dentists and my fiance was a hygienist for many years and um, scheduling online, uh, it does offer an integration to do that, which is one of the biggest challenges for busy patients now is just not being able to book any way other than calling. Um, right. But also just access for uh, their team, their hygienists, their uh, dental assistants, front desk staff to be able to know when they're working without coming into the clinic to check. So, uh, mm -hmm. and sorry, what yeah, was that technology software called? Is making it's called Dovetail. Dovetail. Okay, cool. I'll have to look that up. I um, there's so many now. <laughs> um, yeah. We we deal with the folks down at uh, Care Crew. They're, they're, you know, they have got a really, really great system that, that handles recall as well, which is, you know, once you get those patients into the practice, let's, you know, let's keep them there and let's get a review for our SEO, right? Um, and the other one that we go with is sort of a, like an all-encompassing um, communications package called Weave. So we, we deal with those two primarily, but um, I think the point is, is to have something in place. Right. And mm -hmm. not only just have something in place, have a system built around that train, get the staff like involved with training. And um, there is a real division in between front and back end. So, you know, enhancing the communication in between those two pieces is is crucial as well. So, um, yeah. Awesome. Um, what, what are you seeing uh, driving the most success out there right now? in terms of patient traffic? That is a loaded question. Um, <laughs> you knew it was I mean, I I'm pretty biased to a well-structured site paired with a well-structured Google ad campaign, just right. because that is the most natural fit to tap into more growth tomorrow. Um, I'd say the biggest problems I see is typically 
a campaign just sending traffic to a homepage instead of being structured and sending specific to treatment or service pages. Um, right. Customer right. that Google's implants wants to see an implant specific ad and then be taken to an implant specific page that talks about it and provides similar level of value as what people often invest to a homepage um, to be able to convert onto that page. Um, I mean, ads aside, I think um, dentists are the good ones, at least uh, one of our, our clients here. I'm not going to take credit for it because we actually started working with them after they had a lot of their success, but they're growing at close to 300 new patients a month for, wow, that's um, amazing for over two years. And for them, it was about the community. They were, their model is a little bit of everything. Um, mm -hmm. They had, I'm not going to name actual Facebook group, but there was a Facebook group that they're part of. Uh, and there was 50,000 moms that were a part of that group. And so, they're extremely loyal to their presence there. And it was just all around look, the feel, the brand, and what they stood for um, in terms of a practice and differentiation. And on that note, I'd say the biggest thing that you can take, like even a cookie cutter site here that's made up from a template and the same site over here with custom photo or video is mm -hmm. night and day difference from a customer experience standpoint. Um, yeah everyone's seen the same stock photos used on every site over and over <laughs> yeah. and over again over and, and over and over again yeah that's not persuasive so no it's not it's um, not yeah as, as biased as i am to google ads it's a little bit of everything a little bit yeah. of review management a little bit of email marketing um even looking at you know internal customer upsells if you will um mm -hmm. you know hygiene's generally known to be fairly profitable and consistent, but yes. every dentist wants to come in and, and bill as much as they can doing say implants or uh, whitening wisdom teeth removal. If they do those types of procedures, uh, fillings, crowns and the sort. So mm -hmm. looking at ways um, to tap into like your existing customers, because uh, cosmetic dentistry as well is becoming a lot more more people are wanting uh, yeah. veneers whitening yeah. Invisalign. I'm a patient right now. I took it out for the podcast, but I'm oh, an yeah, Invisalign customer right now. Hey, so. <laughs> you can wear those. They're clear liners. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, yeah, no, it just makes it way harder to speak a little bit. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, Absolutely. Um, just lots of stuff like that. Yeah. And, and uh, like hygiene is the foundation, foundational piece of the practice. It keeps people coming back through the door on a regular basis. Right. Um, yeah, it, that's, I couldn't agree more. Like, I think, you know, first and foremost is that website. Like, is it a maze? Is it, you know, user friendly? Is it, was it built in 1995 and it's still this, you know, nothing's been done to it. Right. Um, it could be a deterrent, right? A, a poor, website could be a deterrent it's almost better to take a bad website down than keep it up um yeah so you know we're that's that's kind of how we're seeing it too is is uh just a an overall blend of you know what the clinician has the budget for and the and the time for right so and it's you know on groups on facebook or social that's 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 not as easy it is like as it is for everyone, right? So um, these tools are all super powerful if they're used, you know, to to their full effectiveness and 
you know, that's where guys like you and I come in. And I think... Yeah, the big thing is you got to make sure that they have that one trusted advisor, right? It's, yeah. It's yeah. the challenge with marketing and digital and um, it's just that there's no wrong answer. Like pretty much anything and any idea that someone brings to you will probably help most likely more than it hurts. But yeah. how do you prioritize and 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 give different weights to different things so that, you know, when the budget comes back and as much as like a, we can make fun of the meme of the iron and, and the ship, <laughs> <laughs> the yeah. same thing oftentimes too, is like customers might come with the laundry list, which is the ship of, of wants and needs, but then they tell you they've got a very limited budget. So that's mm-hmm. fine. Um, but then you've got to be able to pick off the things that are going to have the biggest impact and work on those that's first right. when you build that relationship. That's right. Yeah. Um, no, exactly. Um, and well, I mean, I lost my train of thought. I'm losing it. Um, yeah, it's, it's, uh, what was I going to say? It's, it's, it's escaped me, but that's okay. Um, you know, in our, in our industry, I think there's been a lot of like, we're, we're running into this where, you know, there'll, there'll be somebody in house or there's been like a cousin or, you know, somebody that helps them out with all this stuff and they're in a comfortable position. Um, they may or may not know like what they're doing to the, in, the full extent of dig- like the full spectrum of digital marketing and building good content. And essentially they're just like getting burned by these people and collecting money. So it's it's a it's a challenge I think for us to get through that in the beginning, become a trusted advisor, but that happens with delivering results. Wouldn't you say? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, our fundamentals here are results and relationship. Um, yeah. Obviously results stand for themselves and uh, clients have to understand the results too. So being able to take the time to walk them through, you know, how does cost per lead affect your number of leads per month? How That's is right. having a new website actually going to take you from a 2% conversion rate to a 7% and how much less expensive is that new customer going to be? Like it's going to be that much more affordable when your mm-hmm. conversion rates up and just, you know, um, Typically, people pay attention to what they want to pay attention to. And that's often the things that excite them the most, which aren't the biggest problem. So if you truly do have the data and the reporting from A to Z, uh, it can be much easier to hone in on where that that time is best spent for making improvement. So absolutely. So yeah, Yeah, um, data is big. Um, mm -hmm. we're, We're a creative company now, I think, as much as we are a data company, we've We've built out the photo, video, motion graphics team, and you know, we've got you know really strong creative team. But at the root is still like my passion for how everything's trackable. Um, mm. I guess that's what brought me into this industry in the first mm-hmm. place. My parents weren't super thrilled when I <laughs> went from what I was studying to what I'm doing now uh, for some freelance customers, but I beg to say it's paid off, I guess, now at this point. And I think it's, uh, yeah, it's the data approach that's fascinating. Um, not to go on and on and on, but I've definitely got some interest and involvement in the AI side of things too. 
Awesome. Um, yeah. And once you have good data sets, is being able to make intelligent decisions from that. So it yeah, takes I mean, the guesswork out. Yeah. I think dental is one of those industries that I think is most consistent. Uh, and it's just super fun to work with them because I feel like they're smart people, but they also have to be smart business people because yeah. going in and putting in a seven hour day with 30 different patients doesn't keep the lights on at the end of the day if they can't go home and keep the finances in check. Um, That's right. And, yeah. you know, personnel management. Um, so this is probably as difficult or more difficult than any other business owner. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, couldn't have said it. Like, I'm a data nerd too. Absolutely. Like, it's, it's you know, when you get out the pie charts and all that, I'm in. Excel sheets. Yeah. Um, I get it totally. It's, and, and it's so much fun with all the, with all of the tools that, uh, you can, uh, deploy now. So yeah. And you're, and you're absolutely right. Like, and you know, they are a business owner and a doctor. So, you know, sometimes the business side of things is a little, you know, that's, that's a tough road to catch up to. They went to school to, to be a great clinician and, and help people. But, you know, there's there's definitely a, a missing piece to um, their success in, in just running a business. Now, don't get me wrong. There's some amazing uh, business owners out there, business clinicians out there. But they still need help from 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 guys like us, too. So. Um, yeah, I think the more people I get exposed to, the more I also realize that, you know, a lot of times there's reps at, say, Henry Shine or Sinclair, a lot of the, those are the two major suppliers that can yes. help you with your practice, even like your floor plan layout, sourcing equipment uh -huh. uh, for more affordable prices. Um, yeah. And, you know, making sure that your corporation set up some dentists still are sole proprietors, you know, and making sure that, that succession plan is there so that that practice is sellable one day. Um, yes. Absolutely. I've been seeing yeah. crazy prices, crazy prices for dentists, uh, or dental practices lately, like with the dental corps and stuff of the world oh, yeah. that are yeah. gobbling up partnerships and, and whatnot left, right and center. Um, to some degree it makes sense. Uh, but yeah, it's made made dental a very interesting world these days it is. least it is an interesting world it's fun yeah um yeah there is a huge infusion of of um of corporate dentistry coming through and is changing the world up a little bit a little it's a lot <laughs> um and uh, it just it's another piece to understand and they're taking what you know they're taking sort of the business out of it for the clinician where they can just go in and 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 do their dentistry and and not have to worry about the nuts and bolts of the practice but it's also you know it's also taking the control of the practice away from those clinicians too at some degree right i know you know they have some skin in the game some of them get a still get a percentage of of the of the profit but um there's quotas to be met the the team is you know, all handled through the corporations. So that becomes a challenge because it might not necessarily be, you know, a, a better situation for them, if I can put it 
uh, nicely. But um, yeah, it's it just it makes the whole the whole game a little bit more interesting. So it is cool. Yeah. And yeah, so I mean, an, even a new angle for me is I got uh, close friends right now. Um, we've got dogs; they got a puppy, so we've been hanging out a bit more. But um, <laughs> you know, just you know, looking at like what is what is the plan after being associated? If there's something more there, mm-hmm. are you buying a practice? Are yeah. you starting your own practice? You know, how how do you value a practice? Those are not mm-hmm. things that unless you've got close friends to discuss things with, um, mm. you know, you're, you're really trusting that advisor or the broker for the business. And it's tough. Um, but again, it's, it's a business world. Things are getting more competitive, but at the mm-hmm. same time getting more competitive, it's becoming, there's more and more options to differentiate. Um, you know, more software out there, more mm-hmm. social media. Uh, does a dentist need to be on TikTok? Ah, who knows? There are there are some. <laughs> I'll let them, there are there are some, and some of the accounts yeah. are actually really fun and engaging. Can work, yeah. right? But yeah. Yeah. to just be on that and some other social media just for the sake of it, you know, it's better to do certain things really well. Um, yeah. So I couldn't agree more. Um, at least when you're doing something, what is the purpose? What's the end game on that? That's what I always ask. Like, you know they have great ideas in mind about what they, you know, what they envision, but it's, you know, what, what is the result of, of those actions is, is the important piece. And how does that convert? How does that put you in a better situation? I think that's always the road to go down as, as the road that's moving the needle forward for everybody. Right. Couldn't agree more. You know, you gotta agree on expectations and track those every step of the way. That's right. Yeah, I agree. Kyle, anything else? Any any uh, shout outs or, or anything that you you want to top of mind that you're excited about? Uh, I had a few notes. I think we covered most of them. The exciting things. Um, I mean, I got to give credit to the teams like you guys because I feel like you guys are the movers and shakers as much as the new technology providers are um, <laughs> to be out there creating a fun and engaging uh you know podcast essentially and other all the other things you're doing um kind of move and shake in some of these additional industries so keep it up mm. uh we'll stay in touch and thanks for having me awesome Kyle. yeah thank you very much have a it's a good thing that the truckers aren't out in front of your building now you can you can get out and go home and... that's right i'll be able to go home i was stuck here yeah. for three weeks straight i had to sleep on the hammock upstairs so Whoa, is that are you serious <laughs> no i wasn't stuck but, uh, that would have been a cool story yeah. you should have just agree- agreed I, sh- I should have went with yes yeah <laughs> <laughs> all right kyle have a good weekend all right you too take care bye-bye